0: Welcome to this edition of Bravehearts,
1: where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like, and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis.
0: We are your hosts, William Wallace
1: and Betty Louise,
0: and these are the Bravehearts.
1: And absolutely, active listening is probably the number one skill that they need to employ to listen for those unspoken needs, and really meet people where they're at. Mm. I think it's really the most important thing. We can provide them the information, and that's what we want to do, is, is give them information and resources to empower them to act on their own behalf when they're ready and take advantage of what's available to them. And then we follow up with people. So we wanna see, did they make a successful connection with the resource? Did they make it to the shelter? Let them know we're still here if any other needs arise so that we're really like closing that loop and making sure that our referrals are successful. We do a really good job of explaining what they can expect in the process, that we're going to be asking some questions. We set an expectation for how long it may take. And you do get people who are upset and have been trying to get services for a long time and have been struggling for a long time. But we always let them know, you know, they've made a big step by calling us and that we're going to get them in that database, we're going to make them eligible for services. It really varies. But again, overall, I think people, even if they start out upset, We know how to handle those delicate situations and explain the process, let them know what's available and what they can expect next. And really by getting on the by names list, the long-term housing wait list. Certainly some people can get housing relatively quickly within a matter of a few months. And then there's some people who are on that list for a long time before they're able to access services. And it really has to do with their vulnerability level. Based on that, we let them know the best thing that they can do is contact us and let us know if their contact information changes Mm -hmm. so that these housing providers are able to reach them when they do become eligible for services. And we do have other housing-related resources. Another service that we're working on right now is Housing is Key, which is the California COVID-19 Rental Relief Program. So we actually process applications for that program. What that does is it allows people who are behind in rent due to a COVID-related loss in income to work with the state and potentially their landlord if their landlord wants to play ball, so to speak, to get payment for back due rent and rent going forward. And so far to date, for Nevada County, we have helped people obtain $50,000 in rental payments. We started doing it in, I think, April was when we began the process. We have processed a ton of applications. It's gotten simpler. There used to be a ton of paperwork involved, and the states made it easier and easier to access it. And so it's nice to see the people were helping finally getting those payments, and we can actually help halt an eviction. So if someone's gotten a three-day notice, they can start the application process with us, we can provide that documentation, proving that they're in the process of going through this program
0: to stop the eviction.
1: Do you have any specific stories?
0: So like the housing is key that we have people in the county that we've assisted and they go through the whole process. So dropping off the documents here in office just so we can receive those and upload them. And I've actually done the follow up for people that have been approved and just say like, okay, I've got the last Seven months paid for, and I have the next three covered under this program. That's going to give me the, the time I need to hopefully get back on my feet. One of the applicants is like in this general neighborhood, from what I recall doing the application. I've helped with a lot of those applications. So, actually, the, the follow ups when, when, you know, giving the call back when they've been approved, those are probably like the, the happiest calls yeah, that I've ever had. Yeah, I was going to say, um, just informing calls. them. Yeah, for sure. Just informing mm-hmm. them or, you know, letting them know that they may be eligible for additional funding if they still need the help um, and that sigh of relief like okay there's I can get a little bit more things didn't work out exactly how I thought it would over the last month but if I can get another three months within that program definitely a lot of success and I actually rechecked the numbers today and now we're at 80,000 so the the applications are, are going and we do a couple each day there's definitely success stories there. I think the end goal of the cause, whether it's the rental assistance or the coordinated entry, is for people to leave with some sort of hope. Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind. Be well and be kind.
1: This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Please visit calhum.org.